What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest live episode of Sass in the Beard here on our Facebook page. We are live. We are also uh, sharing and recording our own weekly podcast. You can catch that out on Anchor and Spotify at the moment. We are working to get that on iTunes podcast as well. Uh, For those of you who are uh, watching us tonight, we are so excited that you have decided to join us this week. We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about, right, Kristen? Yes, a lot of fun stuff. Lots of casino updates. We haven't actually talked about the casino in a while, so that is very exciting to get back into that. Although, I don't think we're going to see a casino before the end of this year. Yeah, no, I'm, we, we're not uh, holding our breath over here in Polk County. At least yeah. not at Sass and the Beard for a casino anytime soon. However, um, we've got some news about it. And I think uh, maybe that would be something good for us to start with uh, this week, Kristen, is the folks uh, for at Fair Play Arkansas. Um, have, and if you notice the title of our... <laughs> episode this week uh, anti-fun you know uh, we, we hear a lot of complaints about Antifa uh, and so we just kind of flipped the script and we changed it to anti-fun we did we um, did um, because <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that um, taking Pope County off of Amendment 100 is some kind of socialism yeah, I think that, uh, you know, you mentioned earlier about just using that word regularly sure. just because uh, Inigo Montoya, yeah. I think that word does not mean what you think it means. Oh, it means everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very multi-purpose word. Oh, yeah. You just throw it in for anything you don't like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the F word. It's just, it's just a very good <laughs> modifier. It's, a, it's, it's, not, it's not the four-letter word we were looking for, but it's... <laughs> So, Kristen, uh, kind of give us an update of what's going on with Fair Play, with the folks there, and what this uh, amendment... I've had a lot of people ask me questions about their collecting signatures, you know. What's going on with that? Yeah, so they um, filed paperwork with the Arkansas Ethics Commission to uh, begin the process again to collect signatures to try to remove Pope County from Amendment 100. Um, which is a casino amendment that was passed in 2018. Now, this is going to be a really interesting thing to see play out because this cannot go to a vote until November 2022. But, um, you know, over this whole time period, there's going to be all these legal things happening. And so they are thinking this is going to be retroactive to 2018. But if shovels go in the ground and there's a casino open, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Mm. So it's going to be interesting. They are circulating the petition. And it looks like they had a financial report that was due last week and they had um, about five thousand dollars that was came from one donor um, from a local realtor who supported that and they you know are gonna get out there and do it they have never really released how many signatures they got last time um, and so that kind of makes me think they probably weren't very close um, which a lot of people struggled with signature collection mm-hmm. last time because of, of COVID but uh, they're planning to get out there and do it they said all volunteer uh, which is gonna be Bless them. Just bless their hearts. Yeah, they're not going to do any paid, uh, man. And I know that we've kind of recently changed the rules in our state with, like, paid folks collecting signatures. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how much work they're going to be able to do with uh, just the volunteers. 
Uh, I know, you know, working a campaign for for political office is a little bit different than running an amendment campaign. Uh, it's more extensive and wider, you know, it has a wider berth because this would be a statewide thing. Yes, mm-hmm. this would have to pass statewide mm-hmm. um, in order to remove the amendment. And, um, you know, and the thing is, is it's not just like once you get to the signature, the signatures and you get it to the ballot, like you're not done then. Right. It's also going to be this, um, I'm supposed to be like switching us back and forth and I forget. <laughs> I can't, I don't know how to be in charge of these. I can't be in charge of these things. I need, I need we my, need a producer. We, we need our help. Yeah. We need your help. We need the help. Because it's all really, really good. So anyways, <laughs> I think we're back to it now though. Okay. Yes. So, um. Yeah, so they, you know, if you get the signatures and stuff and you get it on the ballot, there's still a whole campaign to run to get people to vote the way you want them to. And it's going to be really challenging in 2022 because there are going to be a lot of issues on the ballot. And so, you know, voters get, we call it it voter fatigue. You know, you get, go so far down the ballot and you just start checking them or just quit answering um, because people just get tired of it. So it will be very challenging. um, But, you know, they, they might get it on the ballot. Yeah, I... And, you know, you wonder how, how far, I mean, are we just going to take this? And apparently the, the opposition to the casino is going to just continue to take this further and further. And, and not to say that they don't have the right, like, that this is the country and state we live in. We, we want to have, we have the rules so that if people are in opposition to something, they can address it. Uh, but also... What at what level is there any success with their endeavor? You know, how far do they actually believe that they can take it? Do they actually believe that with less than? I mean, these things cost millions of dollars to fund these campaigns, and maybe they have the money to do it. Um, but if they don't, if it's just on a volunteer basis and they just have the same 200 people or however many people that they've been using for this process locally, that's not going to get it done statewide. Yeah, you know, I mean, the last time uh, that volunteers were able to get an amendment on the ballot through a volunteer process was, I don't know if you remember when they did, um, this has been quite a while back, probably 2006, maybe 2004, where they did the um, uh, adoption amendment around Mm -hmm. um, unmarried couples. It was kind of targeting gay marriage before gay marriage was legal, Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, couples who were not married were not able to adopt um, through this. And that was led by a, a group in the state um, who has some experience with this and they were able to organize around it. And that's kind of the last time it's been done. So it's been, it's been a while. Uh, for those of you watching on Facebook Live, please uh, comment your questions, comments, uh, concerns, or rebuttals to anything that we say. We are definitely not perfect, but we try to be uh, at least mildly accurate with our information. <laughs> and one of the things that we uh, really pride ourselves in is doing our dead level best to give you guys the information as it comes and to be as accurate as possible. Um, so now we kind of move from fair play uh, because that's uh, in the works and then we go to the casino appeal uh, which is a completely different completely different yeah. situation 
So we also have had, so and we know this has been a long ongoing mm-hmm. um, process with the legal issue around, um, around the casino. And so if you remember, there was, there was a case that was sent back to circuit court. Like there was a decision made and then it, they appealed it to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court sent it back to the circuit court. And the reason they sent it back was not because of the actual issue, but to say that Cherokee Nation Business should have been an intervener in the case. They had a a legitimate interest in the case. So when they sent it back, Cherokee got to say their side of it. But then Judge Fox issued the same ruling. Mm -hmm. And that was that, um, that the rule from the Arkansas Racing Commission, which said that the letter of support had to come from the current officials in office, that was said to be, the rule was said to be invalid. Um, that That's what the circuit court said. So this is a, an appeal of that. And so basically that's what this will come down to, is will the state Supreme Court either uphold that this rule that the Racing Commission made was allowed, um, which the state's argument on appeal um, was that that they did have the right to make that rule. Now, typically, Because the state gave them the right to make that rule. Actually, because the 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 authors of the ballot initiative gave them that the right, scope gave them the scope. Yes, yeah. so that they could mm-hmm. implement rules right. in the scope of you know doing that. Um. Oh, we have a good question there. I'll get back. Yeah, to the, a couple, yeah. And so, um, so that's kind of what's at question is as at stake here is were they allowed to add this rule that says current office holder, and if they were, then that would mean that Gulfside's letters of support were invalid. If they say no, that rule's not valid, and they uphold the circuit court decision, then that would say that the letter um, that the letter Goldstein has is valid, and they could continue to retain the license. Right. So I think something that's interesting here is just to to note is that the state, um, the Arkansas Racing Commission, could have chosen to not appeal the um, the decision by the circuit court on who, on the validity of that rule. Um, but they argue that, that the rule is valid. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to know because, um, you know, this is, that's not, the state doesn't have the same kind of financial interest in it that the casino operators right. have. Yeah. Now, there is a financial interest to the state. Don't get me sure. wrong. There's yeah. tax money. Billions of dollars. But, the, I mean, if they were only looking out for like their financial interest, the easier thing would have been to not appeal and to just go ahead and say, nope, nope, we support Goldside having it. We're right. not going to appeal. So, you know, I mean, it, it's an interesting decision. Um, I think that we're going to see this be kind of the decision that decides whether or not people are able to, um, whether or not they start a temporary casino site. Gotcha. We've yeah. seen the city planning <laughs> commission starting to consider Goldside's proposals for a temporary casino site they had denied the proposal previously the request um but you know we see that happening obviously in preparation for uh, a decision that's going to allow them to break ground and get started right because they want to get started collecting money right Uh, (laughs) so josh uh in talking about the fair play discussion that we were having earlier uh, Josh on Facebook says, it sucks when a few people have the time and money to shut something down that most people support. Uh, not everybody has the time and energy to be full-time political activists. I agree, Josh. I mean, that's one of the things that really kind of got us started with this was that we we did have some extra time to be able to communicate to everyone to say, hey, here's what's going on, because there wasn't, there wasn't an avenue for that. Uh, and so uh, I agree, and it, there are these 
folks who are opposed to this thing that a lot of people do support, um, but they have the time and money to spend to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chris Housnick asked... Who is our local uh, uh, college uh, history professor? No, political science. Political science professor. Sometimes they cross over. Um, history is a part of that. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I, I misspoke. Uh, and his question is, can you remember any other statewide ballot amendment on any topic that was focused on just one location or county? I can't recall any uh, off the top of my head. Now, there's been, you know, we have like a hundred years of ballot initiative history in Arkansas, but I, I can't think of anything that was like that. No, there may have been way, way, way back, but not, not in recent time. Well, and um, the question presupposes that I, I cared enough to remember those types of things, you know, on a long-term basis, you know. Like, lately, obviously, things have been a lot more, uh, but I bet Chris knows. Uh, Chris, do you remember any other statewide ballot amendment that was focused on one location or county? And we'll answer that uh, as you post, if you if you do. Um, so, I think this would be a time, normally, when we do our show, that we might have a break uh, where there was advertisements. Uh, <clears throat> you know, in the past, we did not have any real uh, control over who might place an advertisement here in this section. Uh, but we do want to say to you that you, uh, as you are watching this, uh, can subscribe to uh, become a patron through Patreon. Uh, with Sass and the Beard, which we will post those links in the video, uh, in the comment section. Uh, you can also uh, send us money via Cash App, uh, which is uh, dollar sign, is it Sass Beard? Beard Sass. Beard Sass. Beard Sass. And Looks Patreon. Looks like Beard Sass. Yeah, but pa it's Beard Sass. And Patreon is patreon.com slash Beard Sass. Yes. For Not those of you, Beard Sass. For those of you listening to the podcast. Yeah, Beard Sass. Uh, so, and uh, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, and um, we also have a website. We do have a website, mm -hmm. um, beardsass.com, mm -hmm. and there's lots of good stuff on there. There's um, a discussion portal where you can uh, put your feedback on things that are happening in the community. Um, we have questions posted on there. We have our past videos, lots of good content to check out. Um, and and a, a schedule of when city council and different meetings are coming up and um, a link to all those different pages that have mm -hmm. information. So um, it's a good, uh, I've spent a lot of time working on it. Yes, Chris, uh, in your comment there, uh, we bringing you news with glorious purpose. We are the Loki of uh, local Russellville <laughs> politics. <laughs> <laughs> For all of my nerd friends who are watching. Um and he says he cannot remember the last 12 years if there was a specific area. I, that's, I, that's very unprecedented with this. Um, Definitely not in the last 12 years, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, now, previous to that, I, I haven't looked back in a while, but I'm the nerd that does know yeah, quite a bit Chris of those ballot initiatives. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because you it's have fought to work for such good change in our state. Um, yeah, good job. Thanks. Thanks. I'm feeling. I'm feeling the love right now. Yeah, this is. Yeah. You know, do more of this. New, new, new spot, new show, new. Uh, all the chains are off. We are, we are free. 
Nathan's going to drop the F-bomb. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm definitely not. I'm not saying that I care that people drop it. It's just like one of my hard and fast rules. You're a very good person. When I'm on camera. Now, when I'm off camera, if I stub my toe, I'm probably going to say it. Uh, just for any of you out there getting the idea that I'm... He's a very good... He's a very nice person. <laughs> I'm a very nice person, too, but I'll say it. You are. I'll person. put it... I'll just put it in my sentences like a, you know, adjective, yeah. adverb. It, it fills a yeah. lot of roles. But we had the city council meeting. This is when we got off track. It's a great here. segue. It I, is. You know. We did have this. Well, look, we had the city council meeting. It was a little bit of a mess too. <laughs> um, there could have been some f words said in that. Oh, yeah. there were some thinking it. But they what, may not have said it out loud, but it was definitely a vibe. And definitely not fun. <laughs> that was not the f word. Oh no, not the f word. Mm. They were. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it was so funny. It was just so funny. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay, before we get to the city council, my my wife, who I love. Uh, commented and said that's a lot of yes ma'am and my daughter when she was learning to talk if you would say to her say yes ma'am she said bullshit (laughs) so we found ourselves uh, saying that's a lot of yes ma'am that's so funny yes so the city council meeting was a lot of yes ma'am it was a lot of yes Mm ma'am that's what if that's what we're calling it yes um (laughs) It was okay. So, so a little bit of backstory on this is right. that um, so with the rental ordinance we've been covering that quite a bit. It's not. I mean, if, if you've watched anything with us right. the last few weeks, anything it's, on it's, our Facebook page yeah. or past episodes, um, we've covered it extensively. Yeah, and so the, so to to most of the time at a city council meeting, they don't want to read the entire issue or ordinance or whatever they're working on. So they will suspend the rules and read by title only with a short explanation. But to suspend the rules, you have to have a two-thirds majority vote uh, to, to, to pass that. If you don't suspend the rules and you just want to read the entire thing, then you only have to have a simple majority. Right. And usually, I say usually uh, because not always, the council members themselves have already read the full document they should of have. the ordinance. And some of these ordinances can be really long documents. And so to require the... State, the, state, the city attorney to sit and read the full document in the public meeting, especially when the full documents are posted online for people to peruse through, uh, is kind of redundant. Um, not, I'm not in... Uh, I like, I don't oppose them suspending the rules to read it by title only. Unless sometimes maybe there's a controversial issue, but... For the most part, they should have already read it, and they should know it. And the people have access to it. Um, but I know you feel a little different about well, that. Well, no. I mean, you know, I can go either way. It yeah. doesn't necessarily bother me to have it read um, by title only or read mm-hmm. uh, in full. The, you know, the, the issue I have a problem with suspending the rules is when they decide to only read it once. And right. And they don't do three the readings. And, yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm full in agreement yeah. with the three readings. But... And this meeting, so they did this, and typically, I mean, it's typically just a formality. Like, right. nobody really wants to hear the whole thing right. read. But but they didn't do that, and so they passed it that way, and so the city attorney had to read the entire, like, six-page document. It's very, like, dry legalese. <laughs> 
And I mean, he sounded like the most tired auctioneer. Like he was like, like, <gasps> like just deep breath. I mean, I felt so bad for him, and he had to do that for so long. But he he did it. I mean, he was a yeah, yeah. trooper. He did a great job. Um, yeah. He was total professional about it. But yeah, hopefully next month maybe they'll just let it. Let it right. Go. Maybe someone will decide. Well, so my question is, when they voted, how'd it go? On the so for suspending the rules, they did not. They didn't suspend the rules. They, right. they didn't so have they, enough votes. Well, they can't vote till the. They can't right. vote officially on the, until the third. Time. Yeah, so it's just a reading. Was the there first any time. public comment? I know they don't normally do public comment until the last reading as well, but nope. Okay. Yep. They just they just read it and then went on. And so next month, um, the city attorney may have to read the entire thing again, <laughs> um, which was which was highly it's just highly kind of like a dick move to like for. When we've already done this, everybody knows. We've been talking about this thing for six months now or however long. And so it's been in the process. And for four of or five of the council members, wait, would have to be. There's eight. So Right. So there's five for at least three or more of the council members to be like, yeah. We don't. We're just like we don't. We want to sit and make you read through this. Yeah, because it's not a vote that you support yeah. it. It's yeah. just a vote about whether you read the whole thing right. or you just read the title. Mm-hmm. But you know, okay. Um, if y'all want to listen to yeah, bedtime story with Trey, then that's <laughs> totally fine. Um, they also had um, oh, there was something else I was going to tell you about the city council. And now I just forgot it. It like popped in my head for a minute. Oh, well, keep moving. I'll think it yeah, in a minute. Yeah, well, and so um, we can go on with what we were wanting to talk about. Oh, no, you I remembered. You I remembered. Okay. Yes. Okay. So after the city council meeting, I got a text from a council member um, who had received photos and like a doctor's note from a constituent about um, health issues they were having from the living conditions oh, in their apartment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it had a big impact on that council member. And I wanted to highlight that because, you know, if you're one of the folks that's in, in that living in that situation or you know someone who is, uh, letting your council member know your personal experience, right. your stories, your pictures, your I mean, that stuff will do more than anything we could do here, yeah. anything yeah. to change their minds. Yeah, lobbyists or like what we do to like shit talk people on Facebook, like none of that works. Like it, it really only incenses, like our job here is to give you information and encourage you to communicate. Because that's what works to change their minds. I 100% I agree. And the people that have d- taken the initiative and they've done that have had a real impact. Right. And so, I mean, it's really important yeah. to not just, you know, like let that slide by and think that your voice doesn't matter in this. To be it's, fair, it's like I really feel, really feel like it's the only reason it's lasted this long uh, because opposition was so strong early on. Like not early, early on, but once it became like this thing. Uh, but the reason that it's gotten so far in progressing is because people have said, hey, this is what I... Yeah, people have said they care about it and Mm -hmm. they really, you know, I mean, if nobody even knew this was happening, it would have never gotten 
another chance at a reading. Um, that's totally been because people have cared about it and have reached out and, like, taken action. Um, and, you know, that's what we want to do is yeah. help people, like, have the information to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, you don't have to agree with us. You could call them and tell them you right. think that uh, voting it down is the best idea ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, we support you calling and telling them what you think, even if it's not what we agree with. Yeah, the thing that frustrates me more than just about anything is to get a phone call from something that you and I have been talking about for months and we've been prepping like the information and they call me after something fails in the city that they supported or would have supported had they known about it. And it's just like, listen, we've been talking, you know who I am, you know I would do this every week and it's not like you have to sit and watch the whole video. I mean, we share things that go on, like we, we highlight, we put little blips and blurbs of words on social media like it's not like if you've missed it's really it technical it's the blips and blurbs yeah, of words if you've missed it then you're it's because you weren't paying attention and it just like if you care about something like don't wait till it's over to care you know that's what bothers me that's a lot of our problems in our area i feel like are <coughs> people waiting too long to care and then something happens that they would have either been happy or mad about and they're like oh gosh we didn't get a chance well yeah you did get a chance you just weren't aware of it you know but to be fair it's it's hard to know what's going on you know like yeah. it, it's not always easy to keep up with everything that's happening that's yeah. part of why we did this was to try right. to make it easier um, and to help people know like that your local like local elected officials have a big impact on your yes. daily life yes. um, and whether you realize it or not um, and as people who live here, you have a lot of influence over that. Right. So, um, so anywho, that was the city council meeting. It was exciting. <laughs> there was some drama. There was some little exchanges over a real kind of mundane insurance mm-hmm. issue, but um, they got a little testy. I, I love watching a city council yeah. meeting. It's like it's like the lamest Real Housewives episode <laughs> you've ever seen. Uh, like if Big Brother were a snooze fest. Yeah. Like I'm where my family's in the Big Brother right now, you know. That's what we do. It's like my wife's football season, you know. And so uh, it was like a Big Brother, which I know a lot of people think Big Brother is lame anyway. But imagine if it were not exciting, where people were jumping around doing stuff. They were just sitting there talking and arguing back and forth. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if you check the Pope County mugshots every day. I don't. I do. I check them every morning when I am kind of waking up and having my coffee to see what's been going on. Uh-huh. And there was um, a familiar face on there. It that's, wasn't me. He's lying. It, it, was, it was not me. I tried to get him, I tried to get him bailed out first. <laughs> Nobody's so, saying he's that. so wild. People are going to believe that. No, Nathan would never do. Nathan's so well-behaved. whoa. whoa. He would never. Um, I, he's who I would call. I'm the okay, one you yeah, have to worry he, about. Yeah. Call me if you need to get built out. That's a that's just a general offer he's making to the community, not, not just everyone. so you know. No, yeah. 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 No. So, so who did you see? I mean, I don't know if you're wanting to name. No, of course oh, I am. Okay. That's why I brought it up. Um, so uh, Tyler Bearfield. Oh which yes. Okay. Was a big. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you're not local to here, and you, or if you're new to the area, and this was a very big murder trial a few yes. years ago, um, and the Pope County mugshot thing just said, "I'm here for a trial." So yes. what the heck? Yeah, is like we on? already had a trial for this, you know, um, and he was, uh, he, I don't, he was convicted, convicted, uh, found guilty, 
and sentenced to life in prison, right? Mm-hmm. Most of life in prison. Uh, but there is uh, there are rules to protect convicted criminals if they feel like they were convicted uh, wrongly, and uh, there's uh, you can petition for relief rule thirty seven uh, in the state law, and that's what he did. He petitioned uh, because he felt like there was some evidence that was not presented correctly. He felt like his attorney at the time was ineffective. And um, there were some other kind of s- smaller things, but those were seemingly the two basic like major issues. Um, the, uh, the ballistics issue was kind of, it was, it was somewhat comical because the, <laughs> the expert that the defense or his c- current legal team brought in uh, said that the state crime lab evidence for ballistics is voodoo science, um, which I don't, I mean, I have no expertise in that, so I can't, it's just funny that he called it voodoo science. But he's a ballistics expert. Right, he's he? like, yes, he, he has, he, apparently he is an expert in ballistics, and so therefore... Uh, does that mean he's a voodoo scientist? Can we call him that? I mean, a that sounds scientist? like a pretty... Yeah. Like, like, how do you get that job? Like, how do you get the nameplate for that on yes. your desk? Like, that's... Yeah. So, the, I, there are a lot of people that were arguing about this on social media because it was a, it was a pretty gruesome situation. And so, he was convicted guilty of shooting two men that were on his family's business property... Um, and then he, uh, you know, was convicted of crushing them with, uh, some equipment to hide the bodies yeah. and, or at least the evidence of what had happened to them. Uh, and, you know, now to come back and kind of say, well, the evidence was all kind of messed up, you know, yeah. from the well, like the bodies were crushed. I mean, well, which you, the whole thing just seemed wild. Like when I was reading it, that like apparently at some point there was a mention of like a of another yes, person there, yeah, mm-hmm. and and like the the defense attorney said like that he didn't know the opening statements would be considered like evidence. factual evidence or something. I don't know. I'm like, did you? How did you miss that part of law school? That seems very basic, uh, but apparently it was it, it it was a confusing process. Well, and the. Uh, the judge asked several times for them to say, you know, like, what is your problem? And they didn't want to answer because they didn't want to present all their evidence. They, this was not a trial. Like, this was just a judgment by the judge to say whether or not his um, petition was valid. And, and so they did have to present evidence to prove validity. And so there was some... Uh, they were they were the the ballistics expert and uh, crime lab expert apparently was saying that there was there could be evidence that there were this was not their deaths were not um, connected to Mr. Barefield at all, which I thought was very like far that they were killed by someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. In a that completely works. different way by like a handgun and being beat up. Instead of, voodoo in, instead of being shot by an AR-15 and crushed with a 
So, so if the judge were to grant their petition for relief, that wouldn't mean that he's like getting, you know, just like that he's not guilty and, and being right. released. It would mean that he would have access to another trial. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's not in any hurry to make this decision. Um, he's waiting for some briefs and things to be sent to him. And like he set a date for like middle of August for that to happen. And then so he'll have to take time to review those. And so I would, I would assume that probably in the fall. Maybe, uh, I, I figure by the beginning of September, into, yeah, probably within a yeah. week or two after he gets his briefs. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. And that's, that's pretty typical um, for a local level for case. And this is a, um, a special appointed judge. It's not a local judge. Right. Um, you know, typically in a situation like this, they wouldn't put a local judge um, over it just because you know, it's, it, there's too easy to be a conflict. There's too many like local connections and stuff. And so, um, this judge actually was involved with the Alfred plea yes. that the, the uh, West Memphis three yeah. put in, which mm-hmm. was kind of a unique, like legal move to, um, to be released, but not really say that they're innocent. Right. Exactly. You yeah. Know, because it, it really was just about letting the state out of any liability. Guilty, but yeah. Not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which just keeps the state from being liable. So that judge is going to be involved with this. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting to see, see where it goes. You know, it's, it, you know, it was a big case here. I right. have a lot of public interest yeah. and statewide nation, national media. Attention. I think people will be just as interested if, if there's another trial yeah. to hear what goes on there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, listen, I don't, we, this is a it's it's very dramatic. People, lots of people and families were involved. That's that's the thing that you don't see. Like we post stuff on Facebook, or people share things on Facebook, and they give this opinion, and the, the humanity is taken out of it. And one of like I really try to focus on the humanity of things, be, because these are people. Like your your elected officials are people. Your uh, people that commit crimes are people. Um, we're all people, and we deserve um, to be treated humanely. And even if we've committed terrible crimes, you know, those young men that were allegedly stealing deserved humanity and to be humanely treated just as much as Mr. Bearfield does. So, uh, and their families, both of them. Yeah, you know that's a good point. I've been I've been listening. You know I don't like podcasts, but I started right? I started listening to some podcasts because of our podcast. Because Nathan finally has achieved his dream of having a podcast. He's so excited. I am. I've and wanted a podcast for like ten years. I'm so not a podcast person, but I so I started listening to some, and the one I, one of the few I started was um, called "This Is Actually Happening," and it's about like people who live through um, really traumatic or crazy mm-hmm. experiences. Like one woman was. Um, like assaulted by a customer at a bank and like had her her neck cut open mm-hmm. and just was like really crazy and like but they talk about like the experience when it's right. happening and I think I thought it was so interesting because mm-hmm. it's like you know you see that stuff on TV and it, it is easy to lose humanity right. in that and not think about like the real the families the all the people that get impacted by these things um you know there and we have we have more than one of those kind of cases coming up right now right. And, and, you know, we haven't talked about some of them lately, but we will come back and talk about some of this. Yes, there we, we, we've been asked several times about the uh, situation in Yale County with the, uh, the quote-unquote yeah. hunting accident, mm-hmm. you know, there. Um, and Lo- lost a very bright young yes, man. Yes, uh, someone who was very well-known in that community. Uh, and, you know, um, 
the and this is more statewide, but the young man who was shot by the police officer, you know, there was a lot of national attention. Uh, and uh, I saw where, like, Al Sharpton came down to visit the family mm. because... He gave it, the it, eulogy. Yeah, yeah, to say, like, you know, this is not just a black-white issue. Like, it's all of us. Um, you know, those are the kind of things I, I think that, like, I'm ready for our, like, not just, like, locally or statewide, but nation as a whole, like... These are the way that we grow to know each other and to, you know, be better at these kind of things. Yeah, totally. And another way that you can do that is by getting your COVID-19 vaccine. Um, Gosh, I know. We're kind of ending this on a downer. I know, I it's, know. Um, it, it, it is very important. You know, we have a very low vaccination rate in Arkansas and numbers are starting to spike again. And we saw this week we're a very healthy, active a 21-year-old or 20-year-old football player from Arkansas Tech um, has been hospitalized and put on a ventilator yeah. um, because of COVID. You know, and just the thing that you fear is somebody so young and healthy right. um, could be, you know, affected so extremely by something like this. And so, you know, it's definitely, I mean, like all the, I'm not a scientist at all. I'm just a political hack, but I trust scientists. <laughs> and they have said repeatedly um, that we should get vaccinated to, yeah. to beat this thing. You know, we had Dr. Vicki Henderson on a few months ago um, when the vaccine first right. started, talking about how important it was to get this done. And so it's, I mean, we're just at this point that, I mean, you just really can't risk it. Um, you know, I mean, maybe you can. Maybe people have lots of good reasons I, that they do. It's, it I mean, very much that's your been, it's your yeah. personal choice, I guess. But it's it is. It's starting to have a real impact on our community. We're about to go back to school and have kids back in school. Um, it's it's crazy. And I like just like personally, I know. Pers I know personally ten people who are no longer alive because of COVID, and. I don't want anybody to have to suffer that. And some of them were healthy and some of them were not. But, like, if it wasn't for COVID, they would still be alive. Uh, and so that's the point, is saying whether you're healthy or not, getting the vaccine can save your life if you contract COVID, as we are seeing many, if not most, of the cases that are hospitalizations right now are unvaccinated people in Arkansas, we are seeing. It may be different in other places, like we argue, people argue with us about these things, and that's fine, like it's your right to have an opinion and to never get the vaccine. It is your right to not do that. So please don't take this as us saying that, you know, we're not communists, we're not socialists. Like, do it or don't, it's your decision. But we are imploring you to please do it so that you can be safer. Uh, and that's pretty much the only pitch I'm going to make for that anymore. Because um, I'm getting to a place where I'm like, if that's the way you want to live, do that. Like, I'm going to, I've already got the vaccine. Um, but my children can't get the vaccine because they're too young. Um, but they could get COVID from someone. And if they don't have the vaccine, it could be worse for them. So... I just am really ready to resuscitate my social life, and I can't do that if everybody has COVID. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's not a good enough reason to get vaccinated, but if y'all could just get with it, that'd be great. <laughs> so, get the vaccine so that Kristen can go out and have fun. I'm so bored. 
I've been so bored. I mean, if you want to keep her from doing this show more often or from digging deep into the things going on, then you should get your vaccine and then she'll go out and do I'll be too busy. life. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I saw a meme the other day that said if you want to increase vaccine rates, you should like send out a um, uh, a letter from President Biden saying, uh, President Biden, thanks you for donating your vaccine to like an underprivileged community or something like that. And you know, and or a mom thank you who for visited your, Planned Parenthood. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, that they see you see just go through the roof. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. So, anyways, well, it has been fun talking with you yes. about our local politics. Every week. Um, every week, Tuesday night, 7 p.m., right here on Facebook. You can catch us on Spotify with our podcast and hopefully iTunes soon, uh, anchor.com as well. Uh, we will be here next week, Tuesday night, 7 p.m., Patreon, Cash App, we'll post all of those links for you in the comments. Thank you guys so much. Share this video with your friends, and we'll see you next week.